Thanks for listening to the Northridge Christian Podcast. At Northridge, we exist to help people move closer to Christ. We believe that following Jesus is a journey, and we want to help you through that journey any way we can. We pray that you grow in your walk with God through this message today. So prepare your heart and mind for this teaching by our lead pastor, Mike Wares. Let's get to God's Word. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, I was at a conference, and this is a, a verse that came up on the screen. And he didn't preach about it. It was just there, uh, but it's been sticking in my heart. So I'm going to read this verse, and then we're going to jump in, and I'm going to tell you what God's saying to me. And, and, and it's a simple one. It, it's in 2 Corinthians, the, the fourth chapter, verse 8. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Does that speak to anybody today? Does that speak to anybody? Let me read that again. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. That's right smack in the middle of a chapter of God's Word, 2 Corinthians 4. And what it tells me in 2 Corinthians 4, at the very beginning, it says, do not lose heart. Then you go down to verse 16 near the end of that chapter, and it says it again, for we do not lose heart. Anybody in here have any reason to lose heart? I don't know. I heard somebody say not too long ago that we live in a CPR world, and the CPR is COVID, politics, and racism. Okay? Did you get that? CPR, COVID, politics, and racism. That, that might be a reason to lose heart. My buddy Joe Pudding and I were together last week, and, and this is what Joe told me. He says, well, I told the people at our church that I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to talk about COVID. I, I told them that I'm not a politician, so I'm not going to talk about politics. And I've told them that I'm not, gonna, that I'm not a, a expert in race relations, so I'm not going to talk about that. But he says, I am going to talk about Jesus that will take care of all those things. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Okay? So, think about it. Think about it. I think about our medical people, and I will just tell you, our medical people have been under tremendous strain. It seems like every single day they're exposed to the virus or something else that could kill them. They're working longer hours than ever before, and you know, I can understand why they might lose heart. And then when I think about our first responders, they're picking up people every single day that are putting them in danger, and they're working longer hours, they're struggling. And then I think about our police officers, and every single day they're putting up with the tension that is caused by all this. And I think about our teachers, and we got a lot of them in our congregation, and the way that teaching has changed and the things they're having to deal with. They're watching kids in and out of school, and, and I, I, I can't believe the pressure that they're under. Or, or I think about our folks that own restaurants that can't find workers, and, and we're watching restaurants in, around the country that have been open for, for five, six, seven, ten, fifty, a hundred years that are closing their doors because they can't get people to work for them. Or how about the retail people? 
The retail people that can't find enough people to work in their stores and they can't get the things they need. Or, or just think about it. I drive by our car dealers. And do you know how car dealers make money? Selling cars. And have you looked at the car lots lately? Empty. 10, 15 cars. You know, there is every reason in the world for us to lose heart. Okay? There's every reason in the world. But God's world says, don't lose heart. Okay, that's the sermon in the sentence today. Don't lose heart. If we go to 2 Corinthians, and I'm just going to read a few verses out of here. I want you to listen. I want you to listen for one key word. I'm going to try to help you figure out what the key word is. And maybe at the end you'll know what it is. But this is from 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 1. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. And then down to verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not us. That's a great verse. He calls us a jar of clay. That's not worth much, but what do we have in us? Jesus Christ. Let's keep on going to verse 8. We've read this already. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And then down to verse 16. For we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. What do you think that the key word is in that passage? Anybody have an idea? Okay, you got that? You guys aren't as dumb as Adam said you were. We. This is what I would tell you here is, folks, we've got to be the we. Okay? We've got to be the we. The we is the church. The we is the church. The we doesn't lose heart. The we, if, if I read this correctly, it, it says the we may be hard-pressed on every side, but it won't be crushed. That's we. We will not be crushed. We might be perplexed, and I tell you what, I am perplexed in this season. I ask God constantly, but I'm not in despair. That's we, because we have we. We might be persecuted, but we will not be abandoned, because he tells us throughout God's word that he will never leave or forsake us. And you know what? We may be struck down, but we won't be destroyed. We will be with our King and Maker all of eternity. We. Now, can I tell you, that isn't an individual thing. That is a we thing. That is the church. That is who we are. That is who doesn't lose heart. Because we know that we will stand victorious. Can I tell you about the church? 
The church is blood-bought. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have the greatest worth that anyone could ever have. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. We are spirit-powered. We are spirit-driven. We are spirit-led. And I'm going to tell you, that is the only way to go. We have the power of prayer. We can call on God. Adam talked about it last week. We can call on the power of God to come down in this community. We are immune from destruction. There is nothing that can touch us. We are married to the King of King and Lord of Lords, and He will stand with us and for us. And I will tell you this, there will never be a time that anything will prevail over the church. Can I get an amen? amen. That's we. That's what we're a part of. That's we. I'm not a great big um, basketball fan. Can I just tell you, I don't watch a ton of basketball. But if you watch this year, the Milwaukee Bucks won uh, the, uh, the NBA championship. And they have an area in Milwaukee, and it's called the Deer District. The Deer District. Okay, now, now uh, that's around the, the Fiserv Arena. That's where all the things happen. And during the NBA, there would be 100,000 people gathered out there in the streets. In the midst of COVID, in the midst of all that was happening, there would be 100,000 people. And you know what? They were people of every color. There were people uh, of every ethnic background. There were people that wore masks. There were people that didn't wear masks. There were people that believed in the vaccine and those that didn't. There were Democrats and there were Republicans. There were Libertarians and probably some people didn't even know what they were. But I'm going to tell you what, they were all crammed into one place and it was all about an NBA team. I got to tell you, church, we can do better. We can be that in this world and in this community, showing people how we come together. And if we come together like that, can I tell you what? This church will prevail and God will be glorified in this place. We. Probably one of the hardest things for me right now. And, and I would say for our church staff, is the we has gotten smaller. You know, we look around now, and, and today, if we have five, six hundred, we think that's great. Before COVID, it was a thousand, eleven hundred. And now, you know, we, we look around, and it's about half the size. This is what I know. <laughs> you kind of saw it up there on the Dave Ramsey video. There's this gazelle that's running, that's being chased by a lion, and, and that gazelle didn't have anybody to stand with him. The we has gotten smaller, and what concerns me is we hope they're going to come back, but every minute they're gone, they're not a part of the, the we. Are you with me here? They're fair game. That means that, 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 that Satan, who it says in, in, in 1 Peter 5, 8, that, that, that what it says there about him is this, is that he is roaming around seeking whom he may devour. And those people that are out there all by themselves, can I just tell you, it's a dangerous place. We, we, 
we're not going to be destroyed. We, if we stand together, we're not going to be abandoned. I just simply tell you, we is so very important. Don't forget that being a part of this team puts you under the protection and in the power of the living God. And there's nothing you need anymore. And I'm not losing heart because we, the church, will prevail. Sermon and sentence is simple. Don't lose heart. We, we the church, we have to be the church. But he tells us something down towards the end there, and I want to go back and read this for you again. Starting in verse 16. He says, therefore we don't lose heart. Next part I'm not real crazy about, okay? I'll just tell you. Uh, He says this, though outwardly we are wasting away. Anybody feel that? (laughs) At 65, you know, um, yeah. Don't laugh. It's a hard thing when you get old, okay? Therefore, we don't lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. If we are part of we, can I tell you what's going on inside of us? It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. God is renewing us day by day, and there will be a day that we stand that we sit in his presence for all eternity. And then he says this, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Kind of puts things in perspective over the past 18 months. Small, light, and momentary troubles. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. If you want to not lose heart, you've got to be the we. Okay, that's the, the first thing I tell you. And the second thing is you've got to fix your eyes on the eternal. You've got to fix your eyes on the things that will last. You've got to look there. And, 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 and you know what? Our eyes are drawn to the temporary. I look around this room, and what do I see? The stuff of earth. But I do see something in this room that's eternal, and that's each one of you. You will live for eternity in one place or the other. Okay? So, so I'm saying that as gently as I can. Uh, but but that, that's the way. If you're a part of the we, you're going to be in glory. If you're not a part of the we, then, then, then it's not going to turn out well for you. Okay? But, but So I, I turn my eyes, but I look at this building, it's going to be gone one day. I, I think about that car that I bought, it's going to be gone. I think about that, 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 the latest fashions, and I don't really have any of those, but they're going to be gone, okay? I, I can tell you all those things are temporary, and that's where we focus our eyes. But what does it tell us to do here? Is that we need to fix our eyes, that so we need to fix our thoughts. We need to get a focus on the things that are eternal, not the things that are temporary. Now, I'm just going to tell you, for me, I've got to fight to do that. I've got to fight to do that because we, we have these things, these phones, we have these TVs, we, we, we drive around, I see that nice, sleek new car, and, 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 and I say, well, I need one of those. Or I see the latest fashion, and I say, well, you know, I might look better in that. Or I look at all these other things, and, and, and it begins to pull on me, and what happens? My eyes get focused there. 
I'm going to have to fight to keep my eyes. I'm going to have to fight to keep my eyes on something that is right. And what happens, I so often let my eyes go in other places. So I simply tell you, folks, this is it. Fix your eyes. So when I get up in the morning, what do I do? I get into God's Word for the, for the first uh, 30 minutes or so I, I, you know, after I get ready to go in, and I'm there, and I, then I'm on my knees praying because I, I've got to work to fix my eyes on that. And sometimes during the day, I've got to draw them back there. You guys, I don't know if you guys ever did this. We did this in my family. It's kind of a cruel thing. Uh, did you ever play punch buggy? Every time you saw a VW bug, what did you do? called Punch Buggy, and then you got to smack the person sitting next to you, okay? I love doing that to Kathy. It was a <laughs> and I still limp from that, okay? Yeah. It's just like when you get a new car, what do you do? You see that car everywhere. Can I tell you something? If you and I want to not lose heart, if you and I want to not lose heart, we're going to have to definitely readjust where our eyes are. If my eyes are on things that are deteriorating and falling apart, this is what I need to, you to understand. I'm not going to see things in a very good light. That's just the way it is. You know, I, 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 I buy a car, and in 10 years it's deteriorated, and those things are worthless, aren't they? I buy a phone and it's outdated in, in two weeks. Uh, I, I, I get a computer and there's another program that I have to get. And, and I just simply say this, is that I'm going to have to fight to keep my eyes on something that lasts for all eternity. One of the things that we do here this morning is we try to draw your eyes back there. One of the things that the songs were designed to do is to draw your eyes back there. One of the things that that, that we give you in in so many different ways are scriptures and devotions. Uh, Core 52 has been to draw your eyes back there. Why? Because there is so much out there that will pull us away. It's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it because it will change you if you fix your eyes on Jesus. At Punch Buggy, I still see them. I still flinch when I see them. But my eyes were trained to see that. We have every single reason that I can think of in this season to lose heart. I know right now some of you are struggling because you've lost loved ones in the past few days. I know in this room right now some of you have friends and loved ones that are battling with the virus and you're not real sure what's going to happen. I know in this room some of you have been battling financial stuff. We've got FPU, but I, I know how disheartening that can be. I know in this room there are some that are struggling with family issues and there's so much out there to lose heart. But this is what I'd have you to hear today. Don't lose heart. Come within the church. The we. Be the we. And let us help you. And fix your eyes on Jesus. And if you do that. You won't lose heart. Father.
Speak to us today, Father, through your word. Speak to us today, Father, through your word. Help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to stay a vital part of the church. Father, guide us. to the place where we won't lose heart. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Help us to hear. Help us to rely on you. For I pray this in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this message. You can keep up with what's happening at Northridge on your mobile device through our Northridge Christian app. If you have any questions about Northridge, you can contact us at info at